body of phantoms and monsters. They exist among us, and sometimes they win. Even the devil was an angel once. The world has its own rules, and these rules are not human. Some of us seek answers to the origin and existence of cryptids and the unexplained. Join us as we venture beyond the known and accepted boundaries. Welcome to our nightmare. I think you're going to like it. Hey folks, good evening and welcome to Phantoms and Monsters Personal Reports, where I narrate and discuss some of the cryptid and unexplained sightings and encounters submitted to Phantoms and Monsters and the Phantoms and Monsters 14 research team. So thanks for joining me. Um, the channel is made possible by you clicking the subscribe and like buttons and also sharing our programming. Uh, super chat and super thanks donations are appreciated. You can click the uh, dollar icon located below the chat box. And the Buy Me a Coffee link is also available. So thanks for your consideration. Now, if you're in the chat uh, and you have a question, please use all caps. I'll try to get to each one of them after the presentation. And I'll let you know when you start posting your questions when I start the last. Uh, account. And I just want to mention <clears throat> this week we celebrate Phantoms of Monsters blog's 18th anniversary. Started the blog in 2005. Uh, and we've had 44 million page views. So uh, during next week's show, I'll be giving away books to some of the folks in the live chat. So make sure to join us next Friday night for the giveaway. So tonight, the knot deer was first described as a phenomenon from the Appalachian. But there have been similar sightings reported in other areas over recent years. So what is the knot deer? Um, is it just a freak of nature or is it a legitimate cryptid? Some say it manifests as um, a victim of zombie deer syndrome or some type of wasting disease. And that may be true in some instances, but generally, witnesses report an animal with the body of a deer, but characteristics that parallel human behavior and physical attributes. Uh, there are also a few instances where these animals are said to shapeshift into other animals. So just sit back, listen to the presentation, and uh, decide for yourself. In this episode, I will try to describe the reports and incidents in detail and answer all your questions from the chat room after I'm done with the presentation. So first, first witness states, I drove to a local convenience store here in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, in Monroe County to pick up something to eat. My dog was with me, and it was just before midnight. Everything was normal on the way there, but on the way back, something weird happened. As I approached the stop sign outside of town, my dog started growling. My dog rarely growls, so when he does, I take notice. 
I looked around and saw a deer walking toward the road from behind a large oak tree. The deer then stepped out onto the road. It's about 50 feet from me, but then the deer starts to walk toward the headlights of my car. As it gets closer, I begin to see its face much clearer. At first, I, it, I literally shook my head in a bit of disbelief. Then I did a double take. The deer had a freaking human face. There was no elongated nose, no big dark eyes. It was a freaking person's face. The eyes had white surrounded, surrounding dark blue colored pupils and were forward setting, looking directly at me. I just froze. I don't even remember my dog was growling at that point. I was truly scared of what I was witnessing. It kept looking at me for almost a minute. Then it turned, uh, turned to uh, slowly walk away on the other side of the road and walked off into the woods. I stepped on the gas and got the heck out of there. So when I got home, I immediately went into my house and, and poured a stiff drink. I needed to know what I saw and went online. I stayed up most of the night looking for an explanation for what I had witnessed. Now, I read a few other accounts of what people referred to as not deer, but nothing as dramatic as what I saw. I'm beginning to believe what I witnessed the results of an experiment that went wrong. I found your contact email during my research online. Can you give me an answer as to what I saw? Now, the date was Mon Monday, June 26th. 2023. So this is a fairly recent report. Now, I did talk to the witness by telephone. Um, I'm afraid I wasn't too much help in the explanation. This not dear phenomenon is really an enigma, and I have really no answers for it. But we continually get them, you know, get uh, reports of these, these sightings. So the next witness states, I stayed at after school one late December afternoon, 2022, uh, in, in Roanoke, Virginia area for a basketball game. After the game, I walked to the nearby church lot waiting for my dad. It was already dark, and as I stood waiting, I felt like someone was or something was watching me. I turned around and saw the shadow of a man behind a bush. I instantly ran to the other side of the street. I caught my breath and slowly walked back to the other side of the church uh, so I would be able to see my dad drive up. Now, as I stood there, keeping an eye out for my dad and for other shadows, I saw two deer along the edge of the woods. I put some space between me and the deer. Now, I watched the deer as they began to move around. I watched closely as one of the deer seemed to have a bad back leg or was injured began to walk in the direction of the deer in order to get a better look. <clears throat> now, when I came within 20 feet or so of the deer, I stopped. I was literally frozen and terrified at the same time. I realized that these were not deer. They both had oddly shaped heads with patches of hair that seemed to be stitched onto their bodies. It looked like human skin was underneath the patches. Then both deer looked in my direction and slowly stood up on their back legs. They then started to run in my direction, chased me back to the church lot. I was yelling and running at the same time so loud that my dad heard me a block away. 
I ran towards my home neighborhood, but my dad happened to see me and called up. <clears throat> now, as he stopped ahead of me, I jumped into the passenger seat yelling, go, go. He asked me, what the hell was I yelling for? I couldn't answer him. I was absolutely freaked out. The 10-minute drive home was surreal as I was thinking about what I had experienced and what, was what I was going to tell my dad. And when we got home and after I calmed down a bit, my mom and dad sat at the dining room table with me and listened to my description of the encounter. They listened. They knew by my demeanor that something had really occurred. Now, later that night, while I was in my room watching television, my dad came into my room and wanted to talk. He told me about an encounter that he had had several years ago previously with a deer while he and my uncle were hunting in the nearby mountains. Now, his description was very much like mine. He had told my mom about it at the time, so now I know why they didn't question my sanity when we talked. Can you tell me what I encountered that day? I see references to Wendigos and not deer when I started the research on Google. Is that what I witnessed? Is that what my dad witnessed? Thanks. So I wrote back to what described some of the not deer sightings I received and the encounters had been reported in the Appalachian Mountains. Now, the, the, the forest he was talking about was George Washington National Forest, which is also where the Appalachian Trail runs through in, in Southwest Virginia, now relatively close to this location, uh, that I believe this first report, um, you received describing multiple not deer. So, um, you know, that rarely do we get multiple sightings at one time. I mean, they're usually just singular sightings, but to have two deer act in the same manner is pretty unusual. There's another one from South Central Virginia. I lived in the mountains. I lived in the mountains, south, south central Virginia, a pretty rural area. My house is a townhouse in a neighborhood right next to a middle school. And I lived in this house for over 10 years and frequently went on walks during the daytime all around the neighborhood itself, plus the surrounding buildings and woods. But I've never gone on a walk at night here. After starting college, I got very accustomed to taking walks around my campus at night when the weather is nice. So now that I'm home for winter break in Virginia is one of the weirdly warm winter months, I decided I, I may go, well, I, I may as well go on a walk at night since it's a safe area and night walks are almost daily routine for me now. So I leave my house at around midnight. I walk over to the middle school. I sit down on the track. The track is a uh, concrete oval that goes around the soccer field. I'm just sitting there relaxing, listening to music with one earbud in. I also had lit a candle on the ground a foot from me, which sounds kind of weird of me to have, but now that I type, I mean, now that I type it out, now lighting candles while I sit and chill somewhere outside is just a habit of mine. So I developed, I developed it from having a ton of candles and being unable to light them in my room at college. I hear what sounded like a cough, so I instantly stop my music and, and start looking around. I don't see anything, but I'm an extremely paranoid person, so I'm on edge even though everything seems fine. I just sit there doing nothing for maybe one or two minutes, and I start settling back down. 
So I'm almost fully relaxed, and then I hear the cough again. Then I see something sprint on its back legs across the field faster than I've ever seen anything move before. And it gets to the other end of the field and then continues to stand there on its hind legs. I couldn't see it super well because it was dark and far away. But since I had just heard coughing and I was run- it was running on two legs, legs, I initially thought it was just the person. But when it, I was, when it was standing there, I could see that it was too large and weirdly proportioned to be a human. It was also screeching the whole time, like an, an incredibly loud horror movie creature screeching that made my ears ring. It looked like its back was to me, so I took the opportunity to pack up and sprint home. Now, I'm physically disabled, and I can move around just fine, but never very quickly. I literally cannot think of another time in my life whenever I ran that fast. The only sort of paranormal thing I believe is it's plain old ghost. As soon as I got home, I texted my friends about it and Googled all I could. Everyone I texted reassured me it was probably just an injured or, dis- or disease since it, you know, a deer. So it made the deer act weirdly, you know, it, that can make a deer act weird like that. So that's a little reassuring, but at the same time, I'm Googling about deer running on hind legs and screeching their head off. And while it's decently documented occurrence, none of the pictures or videos on any websites are anywhere near what I saw. I've read descriptions of deer running on their hind legs, and I've watched videos of it. None of the videos I've really, really matched up to how strangely fast this thing was moving, like it was just basically a blur running past me. So I don't know what he saw. Maybe it was a knot there. Maybe it was something else. Who knows? So um, this next account happened. Uh, it doesn't say. <laughs> I, I can't stop. They said it, it's fairly recent. So I couldn't stop thinking about it. My family has a small farmstead in the middle of nowhere, central Texas, to the southeast of Austin. The very rural, all dirt roads, only a couple of neighbors within a mile or so. I usually walk with my dog in the thick woods on our property, but sometimes we walk along the dirt roads because it's like we have it to ourselves. Maybe five, six cars will pass by our place in the country road during a given day. We were walking along the dirt road back home when we heard something crash in the woods off to our left. I looked closely but didn't see anything. He just figured it was an animal or a branch falling, no big deal. A few more steps and two coyotes burst out of the woods and crossed the road right in front of us. This is weird because it's late in the day for coyotes to be active, but more so because they look huge for coyotes, almost like wolf size, and we don't have wolves here anymore. One of them looks kind of hunched over like it's hurt or it's a bipedal animal loping along on all fours for some reason. Note, and this comes into play later, that I saw absolutely no antlers or anything. My dog starts to act out of character. Okay, so these big possibly injured coyotes run into the brush on the other side of the road. My dog and I kind of stand there for a bit, but then move on. It's a country road, and there are coyotes, so whatever. We round a corner, 
here, here comes one of the coyotes crossing the road again fast. It scoots under the fence, and I watch it run across the pasture past some cattle who are totally unbothered by this big predator running by them. I call my dog back to me because I know the second one is probably about to pop out, and I don't want her getting in a fight, which she definitely would lose. Now, here's where it gets a little weird. Sure enough, outruns the second one. It's the hunched over and injured looking one. It hits the fence line where there's a lot of low scrubby brush. I wait for it to pop out on the other side and start watching to see how these cows are going to react. But it doesn't come out. It kind of just disappears into a tiny patch of brush, which doesn't seem at all big or dense enough to conceal it. We slowly move closer to the fence to see if this coyote is hurt or hung up in the fence or something. Now, suddenly, one of the biggest, most majestic bucks, male deer I've ever seen around here, pops out of this fence line and runs into the field. His antlers were huge, big boy, taller and more muscular than most of our Central Texas deer. He runs along a bit and then just turns and watches us. He got closer to the fence to see what was up with the coyote, but there was no coyote. And nowhere a coyote could have hidden. The deer's still watching us, and I don't know what to do, so I just shout, good morning. And say something like, um, we mean you no harm, and walked home. So yeah, the big injured coyote kind of morphed into a big healthy buck before my very eyes. I guess it was probably a deer all along slumped down and slinking fast away from the coyote. But that's weird because, A, I saw the coyote twice and it looked like a coyote and had no antlers. And, B, a big buck isn't going to run away from a lone coyote. Things are crazy out there in the sticks sometimes, even in the middle of the day. That's a weird one. I have heard about them shaped. There have been shape shifters. Uh you know, I don't know if that's really part of the phenomena with the knot deer, but I thought that was kind of an interesting account. Uh, the next account, I was about 15 years old and I was going rifle hunting with my dad in Hell's Canyon area of northern Idaho, not far from where we live. I had been bow hunting with my dad for about five years at that point, and we decided it was now old enough to carry, I was out now old enough to carry a gun. So we went out to my dad's tree stand early one morning. We had been there for a few hours and had not really heard or seen anything. Then about 50 yards away, we saw a buck peek its head out into a clearing. It was a beautiful eight point. I raised my rifle and waited for it to step more into the clearing. Looking at it through my scope, I noticed something was off about the way it moved. As it came more into the open, I noticed the fur looked weird by the right shoulder or the front shoulder. I told my dad, maybe we shouldn't shoot this one as it may be diseased or something. My dad pulled up his binoculars and looked under his breath. He said, what the hell? Now, my dad, outside of watching sports, never cussed. So it caught me off guard. I raised my gun and looked at it again. The deer was fully in clear now, and I could get a good look. The front legs weren't legs at all. 
They looked like muscular human arms. As if it was a buff guy in a suit. But it didn't have hands. It had hooves at the end. I asked my dad what to do, and he said, I have no idea. Shoot your gun in the air and scare it off. He didn't want me to shoot it at it in case it was a person. So I asked my dad why a person dressed as a deer would be in deep in the woods during hunting season. He replied, people are stupid. I assume he was trying to stay as calm as he could. I was about to freak out. I fired my gun and it took off. Now, we got out of our stand and walked to the area where we saw it. Now, there were no tracks at all. It had just rained a few days earlier, so the, the ground was fairly soft. And we could easily see our footprints. My dad's a pretty good tracker, but he saw no signs of anything in the area. We decided to pack up and head back to the truck. Now, we never really talked about it again and just brushed it off. It was a weird thing we saw. We continued to hunt the area for several years after that. So the next account, I wanted to share my story of my own for quite some time. I grew up in a rural part of Utah. Since we lived down south in the relatively boring area, the only people boring area, the only people we really saw were the Amish riding by in their carriage or an occasional traveler looking for abandoned property to explore. Um, there wasn't a lot to do. Now, when I wasn't helping my mom or plucking my banjo, I often go out to the wheat field and, and climb up on my pop's broken down tractor. Up there, I could catch all kinds of lizards and snakes. And if I was lucky, I could see the deer walking through our wheat field into the bushy forest. So one incredibly hot afternoon, I saw a line of deer emerge from the forest. I always watched intently because if I was lucky, I'd get to see one of the real big antlers leading the pack. I saw the oddest thing that time. Even to my 10-year-old mind, I knew it, this wasn't right. The buck in the very front of the herd was walking on two legs. Now, I've seen a lot of deer on their hind legs in my day, usually when they fight. It looks unnatural and strange, but this buck was walking on its two hind legs so casually and comfortably, arms swinging at its sides as it walked along the trail like a human wearing a deer costume. Now, our wheat field isn't small by any means, and I saw this buck stride a good half mile, almost into the bush before turning and staring directly at me. Man, now, let me tell you, I'm, I'll never, I've never in my life felt so much fear. Now, before it met my eyes, I was watching this creature with curiosity and confusion. It was now frozen in absolute horror. I don't know how to describe the fear and the dread that overcame me at the moment. The closest feeling I can describe is that when we're about to get into a, you're about to get into a car crash and you can't do anything about it, but all war oral warning signals, fight or flight reflexes, and the adrenaline are going off your head at once. I was shaking to my core, but I was unable to move from the tractor. Now this book stared at me for what felt like hours, but it was most likely only a few moments. Then this creature walked into the forest along with his herd. Now, I've never seen anything like it in this, to this day. My mom told me I saw a knot deer. 
like the white man's version of a skinwalker. Turns out my cow-chasing neighbor had seen a few too, although his stories are much scarier than mine. Whatever it was, I'm glad it took off and left me alone. So the next account, here in Sleepy Hollow, New York, we have all kinds of crazy things. The Headless Horseman is not one of them. Ghosts, demons, and aliens. Every summer we see ghost hunters here, but never in the winter until last year. Now we were playing paintball in the wintertime. A group of 10 players. We played for an hour before we ran out of paintballs and retreated to the rock bridge to build a fire like we usually do. My brother George and I heard something to the right, and because there are leaves on the trees and, and there was snow on the ground, the moon was bright and it illuminated this deer. It was a normal-looking deer. It had no tail, and the eyes were too far apart. It also had an awful stench like death. I told my brother not to make a sound. Now, George is not one for ghosts and, and didn't believe in fairy tales. But when he saw it, he was beside himself. Before we could turn around, it saw us and screamed at us. The rest of the crew heard it and wondered why we were freaking out. We ran past him yelling, let's go, let's go now, now. They saw what we saw and they took off with us. This thing was super fast. The exit was a good mile run on the aqueduct trail. It took us 10 minutes to get back to the road. We see the light on the road coming as we are getting close, but this thing was right behind us screaming. We get to the light on the road and it stopped. It's looking at us screaming. The neighbors come out cussing at us for all the noise and that she called the cops. Then she saw what we saw and ran inside screaming. Now, as the cops show up, this thing took off. But my brother and I took a picture of this thing. We got some great shots. We showed them this thing to, um, to the cops, and they told us not to come out here at night. Long story short, we never talk about this, and I don't like talking about it now. My cousin is a cop here in town. He was one of the cops that responded at night. He still, until this day, is scared to drive up there at nighttime. So, yes, things have can't. Things you can't explain are real. Come to Sleepy Hollow, New York. You never know what you might see. I wish I had the photographs. This guy never sent any photographs to me. So I assume he gave them to the cops. I don't know. Speaking of Sleepy Hollow, I've heard a lot of weird stories up there. Seriously, it, they're, they're just, there's a lot going on up there. So this doesn't surprise me. Now, the next account, it was about 11 p.m. on a warm summer night, and I was driving home from a friend's house on a rural back road here in Connecticut. Now, from a distance, I could see a police car with its lights on pulled up in the middle of my lane, parked side by side with a pickup truck. My first instinct was that maybe the truck had hit something or had been pulled over. But it was weird because the cop wasn't pulled up behind the truck like they usually do is park parallel to it. I had my windows down because it was nice out, and I could hear the cop and the man in the car shouting in conversation through their windows. I listened to the two talk from their windows and overheard the man in the truck say something like, man, something isn't right. 
it's not hit or injured. I just found it like that. Now, this grown man had genuine fear in his voice and was just pointing frankly out his window, going on and on about how they should just shoot it. I turned my attention in the direction where this guy and cop are pointing at, and my headlights illuminate the sight of a deer that is sitting directly behind, beside the cop's car. It was extremely weird because the deer was sitting in perfect alignment with the yellow lines on the road as, that, as if it had been intentionally trying to place itself there in direct middle of the two lanes. This thing actually looked like a proper statue, the way it was assembled, the way it has assembled itself. Now, I could see a liquid pooled around the, the deer that I assumed was blood until I realized that the deer was seemingly uninjured and showed no visible signs of wounds or blood. While scanning the scene from my car behind the cop, I realized the liquid that was pulling around it wasn't blood, but was saliva that was falling from the animal's mouth like a waterfall and collecting all over the road and down its neck. Its head was weirdly shaped, skinnier than it should have contrasted to its giant body. It was bobbling like a bobblehead on a dashboard, staring straight into the direction of the cop in the truck. It looked hypnotized or something. I thought maybe it had rabies. Then I kind of tuned into my then I kind of tuned into my body and my stomach and knotted up, and my heart started to race. I can't describe the feeling here, but it sort of felt like I realized that time was moving super slow, like a dream or a daze. I was deciding if I should just wait there behind the cars and go around the scene in the opposite lane when I noticed something else that was so off. This deer was sitting in a position that unnerved me to no end. The animal was literally sitting crisscross with its legs and its joints all contorted and pretzeled in a way that seemed physically impossible unless it had been manipulated by someone that did that. It was even more weird that it was sitting in that this way in the middle of the road and directly aligned with the yellow line. It all looked so off in a disconnected and time-bending way. I immediately felt this unfamiliar paralyzing fear inside my stomach and chest. I felt like I was seeing something I shouldn't have or was someplace I shouldn't be. I just wanted to get out of there, so I slowly, to avoid interaction with the cop, veered into the opposite lane and crept by the deer. My intuition was strongly telling me not to look up my passenger side window as I inched past the animal, who was now at eye level with my car and two feet away. I ended up looking, and when I did, it was like this thing knew before my eyes even hit it that I was looking at it. The deer shot its head around to face me and locked eyes with me right as I looked at it. I will never, ever forget its eyes and the feeling it evoked on me. They were black, darker than shadows black, and stared at me with some kind of intention or intelligence or something. I was physically paralyzed and drawn to the complete stop for what felt like minutes while this deer just stared at me with its cold eyes. I know this sounds crazy. Maybe it was just the fear, but those moments that I was making eye contact with it, I felt like I was in a trance and like my whole life was sort of flashing before my eyes in a dreamy and terrifying way. 
I felt like 10 seconds became 10 minutes and a weird vulnerability like a stranger walked in on me naked. Every hair on my body was standing up and my heart was racing. And then it all just stopped and I snapped out of it and drove on. I was terrified the whole way home, but also so curious for an explanation. <clears throat> I kept trying to convince myself that it was just a sick deer or that it was hit or maybe internally injured. But some many details of how its legs were crossed and how it was placed and how I knew, how it knew that I was looking at it before I did and how its eyes looked and made me feel, it all just felt weirdly paranormal and unexplained. I immediately hit the internet when I got home and discovered those diseases that make deer act off or for first time heard about the not deer. That logical side of me wants to chalk that experience I had up as a diseased deer. But the part of me that, that felt and saw what I did just thinks there's something more to it. And it was the hands down scariest experience of my life. It really shook me for a while. I felt unsettled around the deer ever since then. Around deer ever since. And even though before the experience, I used to really enjoy seeing them. I like to know how to explain what I saw and experienced and that I what I experienced tonight, but I'll never forget it. So if you have a question, go ahead and put it up. This is my last account coming up. So this is a very strange occurrence from what I was told since I hear that most not deer are found in the northern states near the Great Lakes. Furthermore, this happened midday, which is very rare. Let me tell you the story. At the time, I lived close to a park by the name of Bluff Creek, right inside Hefner Lake in northern, in northern Oklahoma excuse me, in northern Oklahoma City. It was a small apartment complex located in a nook of woodland areas, hiking trails, and large grassland pastures. The place had a sanctioned roofed-off area as a deer reservation where the herds would breed, and it was a place where deer could live freely without being hunted. <clears throat> this was such a lovely place to explore in, well, until this occurrence. So it was late in the afternoon or early evening around 6 p.m., when I was eating a bag of Doritos and cuddling with my boyfriend, he was playing Red Dead Redemption on the Xbox. Suddenly, I heard three knocks on our door. We weren't expecting any delivered food or guests, and we lived on the second floor. Now, just for context, our stairs were placed on the inside of our apartment, so the, the front door was ground level. My boyfriend, preoccupied with this game, paid no attention to the noise coming from the door. So I went down to go and see who was there. Probably just someone offering an extended vehicle warranty or something stupid like that. So I hopped down the creaky stairs and felt a presence. Lo and behold, through the people, I witnessed a deer. Not just any deer either. It was standing on its back legs, staring at me dead on in very peculiar blue eyes. Eyes that looked like human eyes, not an animal. What in the world? Just then I caught a whiff of rotting flesh. I turned around and shouted, Babe, what the hell? Ugh. Laughing nervously, I was certain he didn't hear me, so I yelled out again, Baby, you need to come see this. He hurried downstairs and looked through the peephole. He swiftly turned to me and replied, What? I don't see anything. 
And he said, oh, what is that smell? What? I swear I'm not crazy. And I opened the door. There it was, with its back turned to both of us, a weirdly misshapen deer with legs that were not bent correctly at all. We had plenty of experience seeing deer. This was not a regular deer by any means. It looked hellish. Its neck was a shorter, bony, skeletal-like neck. It slowly snarled its lips and peered back over its shoulder at us. Wow, a swarm of flies surrounded its butt. I noticed that its hind hooves were loose, and so there were some of its teeth hanging out of the sockets while it it reached to lick the sides of its mouth with its drooling tongue. Deer don't have sharp teeth. Abe, get in and shut the door, my boyfriend uttered. I, being an idiot and not noticing, said, it's a deer. It looks sick. Should we try to help it? My boyfriend grabbed me by the back of my top and pulled me inside as fast as we shut the door tightly. I was surprised that he didn't rip the spaghetti straps right off my body. I'm glad that he didn't waste any time doing so, but what happens next, I can't explain. Boom! A huge force slammed against the entire side of the apartment building. It sounded like a truck ran into the side of our building because the noise was so loud. Luckily, the structure held just fine, but I'm so thankful for that. And we could have been goners. We trembled together, laying there on the bottom of the staircase, looking into each other's eyes, terrified. You know what the hell that was, he whispered. Yes, I said slowly, unsure of what, I just ha- what had just happened. We both looked. We both booked it upstairs and grabbed our hunting knives for protection for the rest of that evening. Let's just say I double-checked the locks that night. I guess we had surveillance footage of it, but since the apartment has no plug-ins at the bottom of the staircase, it shall remain unseen to the outside world. It shall be a memory that I'll hold with me for the rest of my life. So I don't, I don't know if the deer hit the side of the building and made that racket or not. I, you know, they really don't go into detail. She seemed to know what it was. So I, I don't know. That's just so weird. But anyway, if you've got questions, just go to it. Uh, Win Nyes, thank you for the contribution. And Nancy has been a member for 23 months. Thank you all. Okay, let's see here. Nancy Malcolm, have any not deer had an autopsy done? Could it be like a deer mad cow disease? Well, you know, some people think that's what it is. It's some type of wasting disease. Some people call it zombie syndrome. I don't know what the hell it is. Um, I don't know of any. Um, I don't know any necropsies done of the of these these animals. Uh, but um, yeah, I'd like to know. Marla asked uh, Marla Snyder, many reports of not deer being aggressive. Um, <clears throat> maybe a few. Offhand, I can't remember any. I, I I think there have been some bluff charges, but I don't think. I mean, there's been no physical contact from what I remember. Uh, I have I have had other sightings, and maybe I'll go through some more of them and present them at a later date. But no, I don't I don't remember any. 
What are the species of not deer, please? Well, the most part, they're, uh, they're white-tailed deer. Now, at West, I, I think we had a couple mule deer, uh, maybe a blacktail or two, but most, most of the sightings, which, well, all the sightings here in, Apple, in the Appalachians and here in the eastern part of the United States have been white-tailed. Unless Thomas Carroll has any information as another species of deer around here, I don't think that's true, though. I mean, I used to hunt deer myself, so I've never heard of anything else. Uh, who knows what these things are either? George Penguin. Are there any reports of not deer from the Carolinas? I'm sure there are. I'll have to dig it up. Um, especially in Western uh, North Carolina, in, in the because uh, I have family in Western North Carolina up in the mountains, up in the Appalachia, Great Smokies, and uh, I've heard people talk about s strange deer activity as well. So I I'll dig through it and see what I can come up with. Uh, George Penguin, if they exist, what could be their origin? Supernatural, extraterrestrial? I don't know. You know, it's just like anything else. I mean, we even get reports of, of these things shape-shifting. I don't know. Are they, are they the disease there? You know, I'm thinking offhand that may be it or some type of mutation. But honestly, you know, and you heard the reports, there's just really no explanation for a lot of this stuff. Marla or not deer evil verbal yeah verbal yeah they they scream uh I don't know if I've ever heard of one talking but I I know they scream a lot um a lot of times they grunt but you know you know if you if you're familiar with white-tailed deer when they're in a rut you can, a male deer will grunt and stick his nose on the ground and follow a female I mean, when they're in rut, they do all kinds of crazy things. But a lot of these were during the summer and other times when they're not even in the rut. So um, I can't explain that. Robo1776, Lon, are the deer creatures considered decrypted? Any reports from Washington State? We've had reports from all over the country now. I mean, most of the early reports were out in, um, were just in the Appalachians. But I've had them out in the West Coast as well. Um, maybe not as dramatic as the ones here in the East, but there have been reports. Kansas Quatch or Wendigo and not deer, same thing. You know, this, this is kind of a, a misunderstanding about Wendigo. Wendigos, you know, you, you hear the, the thing about they, they have a deer, they have a deer shape or deer head, they have antlers. For the most part, Wendigo are humans. Um, they're a human with some type of diseased mind. A lot of times they have cannibal tendencies. Um, Chad Lewis wrote a great book about Wendigos. You ought to look at it and read it. It's probably the best, the best description of Wendigos in case file that I've ever read. Uh, so, uh, if you look into, um, Go into Amazon and check out Chad Lewis's books. The Wendigo book is excellent. And if you look back into my archive, I, I did interview Chad about that. So um, there's a lot of information about the Wendigo. Mortal Clown, have any deer been sighted during UFO abductions? Not that I can think of. Um, no, I, I can't offhand think of any. Good question, though. Sir Wolf, do you ever communicate? Do they ever communicate mind speak? 
No, I don't know if I've even gotten that. I mean, uh, I, I I think the visceral reaction of people is just, uh, I don't know, I just don't really ever remember anybody talking about some type of mind speak scenario. Not like it would with a Bigfoot or a Dogman or an Upright Canine. Uh, Robo1776, thanks for the uh, super sticker. Appreciate it. And thank you, Mortal Clown, for your donation. Very much appreciated. Nancy Malcolm, are any not deer sighted near military bases or labs? You know, it could be. Uh, specifically, I can't really say. Um, as far as those, those areas that I do know of or suspect of being military labs or bases, I, I just don't really see a correlation, but there could be. That's something I have to look into. Mortal Clown, what about any other scary ungulates like moose? Never heard of a moose acting like a knot deer. Nancy Malcolm, thanks for the super sticker. Very much appreciated. Again, thanks for Robo1776. Folks, your donations are, are very much appreciated. This is what keeps us going here. <clears throat> Anything else, folks, before I go off of here? Well, I'm going to thank each and all of you for watching and chatting. Uh, if you donate, it's truly appreciated. Your support was makes all this possible. Please like, subscribe, and share. If you have a... Um, Citing our encounter report that you would like to be considered for the personal reports show or post on FAMS and Monsters, feel free to contact me at my email, lawnstricklerfamsandmonsters.com. So until we meet again, have a safe weekend. And uh, next week, don't forget, I am going to have a, um, a book giveaway for our anniversary. So uh, we'll see you then. You take care.